Hey friends, it's Ashley and Jana. Welcome back to season two of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Episode four of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I mean, wow. We could call it the We Told You So episode or We Called It episode, but it's actually titled the whole world is watching. And it left us with a lot to think about. What is the fallout going to be from that ending? Because we have some theories. Still a little shooketh. I'm going (laughs) to say it. I needed some therapy at the end. I was really looking for Dr. Rayner. And I also just need to say Wakanda forever and ever. And ever. And ever. Absolutely. (laughs) So this is your spoiler warning. If you have not watched episode four, do just hop off right now because we are going to ruin it for you unintentionally. But that's why we're here to chat about episode four, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we do have a lot to talk about today. But first, if you're new here or you haven't already, we would love it if you would subscribe to Wherever you're listening from, Apple Podcasts, you know, Google Play, Spotify, wherever, leave us a rating. If you want to leave a review too, that would be amazing. But it helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geek here, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. So we'd love it if you want to hop over there and join us for some more geeky goodness. You don't have to be a girl to join, just a geek. So Let's let Ashley do a fantastic breakdown because I know that she's got a great one ready for us. And then we're going to get into, you know, theories and some good stuff like that. All right. Well, I mean, it kicks off with me campaigning for Sebastian Stan to win like all the awards. <laughs> what art? I mean, Let's just talk about it. We kind of talked about Seb before and how he can mm. just come. He just commands the screen and he's so good at switching between Bucky Barnes and the Winter Soldier. He's really good at acting with just his eyes, which is ironic, of course, because he's constantly staring. But he in this opening scene, we see kind of a little bit of his time in Wakanda, specifically when he finds out for the first time that the mind control no longer works on him and it was heartbreaking but like heartwarming at the same time like it was heartbreaking because he really didn't think it was going to work and that's just how beat down he is about it right he just he's never going to be free and then when Ao says those last words and he just looks at her and he's like crying and I'm crying he's crying I'm crying and she goes you're free everybody's crying she says, you're free. And he just, he's crying and he's smiling because, oh my gosh, he's free. It's like, he's been a prisoner for so long, you know, in his mind and to Hydra and to this programming. And he's finally free. Like, oh, my heart. And you see this beautiful as she's saying the words, because he, he doesn't trust that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, he wants it to happen. And when she gets to that final, I guess, technically it's two words, but when she gets to the final phrase, he's just like, oh my, oh my God, it didn't happen. Like I'm, I'm, 
I'm right. still me. And he he's like in this like sense of like relief and shock and awe. And it's like every emotion all wrapped into one, which is what we feel too. I think at the same time, we're all just yes. like, oh my God. like, I want to give you a hug and I want to give you an Oscar and well, yes. an Emmy for this because it's TV, but oh, oh, my heart. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Um, it was beautiful. And it's ironic that this episode has such vastly different in caps. Um, so it starts with this, yes. which is a beautiful beginning, beautiful, like again, heartfelt, but the ending is the exact opposite. So it's just a very, it's an episode in contrast for sure. There's a lot of callbacks to pay oh. attention to where they're mirroring things, but with the totally opposite. Yes. Um, I just got wicked chills. <laughs> yeah. The totally opposite conclusion to things. All right. We'll get to that. All right. So now we're back in the present. AO and Bucky are still talking. Bucky tells her like Zemo told him, Hey, he's simply a means to an end. She, and he said it in, did he say it in Wakandan? He did. Yeah. I was like, he said it in a different language. And honestly, I was like, I think that's Wakandan because it's not a real language. Yes. But I was like, oh, yeah. that's so Machiavellian of you. Oh my goodness. You and your Machiavellian rabbit hole. I'm dead. <laughs> anyway, so Bucky and A are having this conversation. She's like, look, he killed our king. I was on duty to guard him. Like, you don't understand the shame and the frustration. And he's like, I do. And she's basically like, you only understand a little bit of it. Um, and she gives the, what she goes, you have eight hours, white wolf. And then we're coming for him. And when she said we, I was like, oh, the Dora Malaji are in Riga. I was like, yes. Because side note, like RIP, obviously to Chadwick Boseman, loved him as Black Panther. But when I watched Black Panther, I was standing the heck out of the Dora Milaje. They were my favorite parts of that movie. So the fact that she said we, I was like, oh my God, yes, please. Oh, yeah. And quite frankly, if any woman watched that movie and wasn't standing the door Milaje, like, I don't know what, what were you watching? Cause you weren't because... watching the same movie I was. Exactly. Precisely. Uh, or maybe yeah. Shuri. I mean, Shuri was also somebody to stand and I guess she's not technically Dora Milaje, but exactly. Like it was girl power in that movie as much as we loved Chadwick Boseman. So, mm. yes. So Bucky goes back to Zemo's house um, where he informs Sam and Zemo that the Wakandans are here and that they're going to be after him. They also learned Carly bombing, the bombing Carly did last episode of the GRC depot. And again, the stained glass in Zemo's house is kind of interesting, but where Bucky is standing, there's a red star behind him, which is more winter soldier imagery. I just thought that was, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. You know, little, little tiny callback because Zemo claims that there's still something in him, but we don't know. That could just be Zemo running his mouth, but Zemo's also super smart. So who knows? Uh, they have a very interesting conversation about supremacy. He calls the flag smashers supremacists because he says ultimately that you cannot have the desire to be superhuman. You cannot separate the desire to be superhuman from supremacy. He's like, it's what drove the Nazis. It's what drove Ultron. And he goes, and the Avengers, which Sam of course was like, uh, -huh, hold up. Don't, mm, don't put us in that category. But what they can all agree on is that the only person that serum has never corrupted was Steve Rogers and that there is not another Steve Rogers in the world to which we Darn all say, <laughs> of course, 
we've been saying it for years, but okay. Um, and that's important to remember come later. There is no one like Steve Rogers. The serum does ultimately corrupt someone. That is literally what Dr. Erkstein said in the first Avengers. If nobody was paying attention, go back and watch it. It amplifies behaviors. So unless your fault is being stupidly selfless, like Steve Rogers, the serum is going to eventually make you end up into a bad person. So Zemo's like, look, like I get you think Carly's a kid, but she took that super soldier serum. So at the end of the day, she's a bad guy. Um, Zemo gives Sam some Turkish delight, which I immediately was like, oh my God, this is the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. And I was waiting for Bucky to say something. Maybe he didn't catch it to be like, I read that one too, when it came out or something. Yeah, <laughs> but, <right? laughs> uh, Cause you know, we had Gandalf, the Gandalf reference in episode what one. Yes. And now we've got, uh, or, or sorry, episode two, two episode two. two. Yeah. yeah. And now we've got uh, Narnia. Um, so if you don't remember, Turkish delight is the enchanted candy, although it is a real life candy too, that the white witch used to trap Edmund Pavensi and Zemo giving it to Sam. Like the imagery is there. Like, Hey, have some candy. Let me earn your trust and loyalty with some candy. Uh, I thought it was funny again, again, literary nerd. So I was like, Oh, literary stuff. Oh, it's so funny. And then I immediately thought that you needed to make a drink <laughs> that was Turkish delight themed. <laughs> Well, and I texted you and I was all like, Hmm, I think I need to put a recipe on my blog this week. And you were like, Oh, I was thinking the same thing, which is just that (laughs) I'm saying it here so that you'll do it. Oh, oh, I see. Now you're accountable. (laughs) Well, if it makes you feel any better, I already messaged my sister who she, she has this affinity for just like, I don't want to call them random because they're not necessarily random, but she loves things that are intricate and unique. And so I messaged her pictures of like what the kind of box that the um, Turkish delights came in, in the Chronicles of Narnia movie. Yes. Like, cause mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird, unique shape and it has like it, all this like intricate design work on it. And I was all like, Hey, do you have anything like this in your collection of like cool things? Because she has like random fun boxes and like unique things that she'll find at like thrift shops or whatever like she loves that kind of like just unique old like whatever and she was like oh I might have something let me look she's like when do you need it by and I was like before next Friday when the next episode (laughs) drops yeah (laughs) so I'm trying to find something to like put props in with it so (laughs) I'm looking forward to that okay so The GRC is now pushing through the Patch Act, which would fast track the return to normalcy, uh, beginning with reestablishing border regulations. Because apparently since the blip, as we're learning more and more, countries were kind of just open. There was no borders. Um, People were just accepting of other people. And it's an ironic thing to say that I think Thanos was kind of right, because look at what was happening during those five years. People were working together more than they were fighting. So, I mean, he wasn't entirely wrong about like needing to correct things. I mean, yeah, he went about it in a bad way, but I don't know. It's one of those things. We could argue that if we wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) 
but he's not completely wrong. And that's like, I guess the token of a good villain, right? They're not completely crazy. No, not usually. So anyways, um, Sam makes this whole uh, statement about how, you know, this woman, Danya Madani, who passed away last episode, um, she was a pillar to her community. And he said, look, when my auntie like passed, like the whole community came together. It was like a week long celebration. And so essentially we can find Carly because they are going to celebrate this woman's life. She clearly was important to that community, the refugees here. So they show up at the refugee camp. Sam goes inside trying to find answers, like, and nobody's trying to talk to him. Bucky is also trying to find answers and nobody's talking to him. But Zemo strolls up with some Turkish delights and he gets the funeral plans from the kids because again, going, hey, hey, like Sam and Bucky were trying to do, it doesn't work. These people don't like you. Mm-mm. But Zemo walks in singing a song and we also learned that Turkish delights were his son's favorite candy, which made my heart a little sad because yeah, we know that Zemo kind of turned on this path of like, I hate everybody's superhero because his family was a casualty in Sokovia. Um, but yeah, he gives the children candy and he tells them, hey, hey, those guys are bad guys. Don't tell them anything. So Zemo being super smart has the funeral plans, but won't share it with them because he knows like his usefulness only goes so far in their eyes. Sam calls in Sharon asking for her help. She claims she has access to a satellite or two. She's also walking through the underground of Madripoor surrounded by people with guns, but she's clearly the one in charge because they're not attacking her. It's like an underground base or something. And she claims that the power broker, (laughs) I know I was waiting for it. She (laughs) claims the power broker is pissed that, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Nagel is passed away that they took out his, her, um, his golden egg. So is she the power broker or is she working with people trying to take down the power broker? See, I'm kind of more on that camp. I really am. I don't think she's a power broker. I think that's too I do still think that she's probably just working with somebody because again, like it's, it seems convenient for her to be the actual power broker, little too easy. And like we discussed, you know, in the last podcast episode, it seems extreme for her to have gone from a CIA agent to the head bad guy in Madripoor. But yeah, she's a Carter. Like I really don't, I see her working with a group that's not government related for sure but i don't see her like doing bad things like i see her trying to take down bad people just in her own way the flag smashers are hiding the serum in a graveyard in riga they have a whole con or uh, carly and this um other flag smasher have this whole conversation about how she's doing the right thing and that the world needs a hero that looks like them and understands what they've been going through They talk about the shield and how essentially it's archaic and what it stands for is not, uh, you know, it's not relative to today. And I would say that with Walker holding it, she is a hundred percent correct. I think this is a foreshadowing of what happens when Sam finally takes the shield. Sam is more of the hero that the world needs. Now he understands oppression more so than others do based on his experience as a black man in America. So anyways, I was like, well, I ain't mad at you because Walker is a tool (laughs) and he's 
That's one word for it. Grading my shit. Well, he's a tool because this is a family friendly podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If this was not, we have other words for him, but I'll let y'all like, you know, (laughs) fill those in on your imagination. (laughs) Fair, fair, fine. Thanks for reminding me. I mean, I wasn't going to say those words because of that, but yes, tool is, even that is like extra family friendly. I know we'll stick with it for now. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, Walker and Hoskins have caught up with Sam, Bucky and Zemo. And they're like, how'd you track us this time? And he said, you can't expect to show up in Latvia and not like, you know, be on the radar, essentially the winter soldier and the Falcon are in Latvia. You know, people got cell phones. You would, you, you know, we, we'd be getting coffee and be like, oh, is that Falcon? <laughs> like, let me Instagram that real quick. Um, so they find him and they're like, you broke him out of jail. And Bucky goes, technically he broke himself out of jail. <laughs> and facts, there are, there is no evidence, only circumstances that they happened to be there that day, but there's no actual evidence that they broke him out of jail. So- I mean, he did tell Sam hypothetically, like he was like, theoretically, here's, here's what this- could happen. And Sam's like, what'd you do? He's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> he did nothing. So he, he maybe left an idea. Yes. Planted a seed. Yep. Maybe. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, seeds aren't necessarily doing anything, right? It's not no, illegal to not. suggest things, is it? Sure isn't. Uh, so they're coming up with a plan to kind of confront Carly. Sam wants to talk to her. He feels like he can reach out to her. She's grieving. He understands what, you know, veterans have gone through because, you know, that's what we met him when we met him in captain america the winter soldier that's what he was doing he was counseling vets down at the va in dc and he's like look i can talk to him walker's all like you know every time i say walker's name i like i just want to be like because that's how i feel when i like see him talking so i'll try not to vomit in my mouth (laughs) so walker throws a hissy fit essentially like you know that's not going to work. And she's, she's public. We're just going to go in with force. And they're like, guys, like it's a funeral. You're not going to go in with force. There's innocent people there. So that's like, again, here's the bell ringing. Here's the, the light bulb going off. Here's the red you know, flag flying. He's willing to go into a funeral and cause chaos. Who does that? Nobody with a half a brain. That's for sure. And certainly not anybody with even integrity. Well, integrity. And even just like a a modicum of empathy, right? Right. At a minimum, you could wait until the funeral is over. Right. You could let Sam attempt the conversational part first. You could. You, you know, you if you were a decent human things. being. Yeah. Then go into. It's actually Hoskins who talks Walker down, his buddy Battlestar. He's like, look, I think this is the right move. I think Sam going in is the right move. So Hoskins at least has some sense, some sense. I'm using the word some, I'm being. Where he, he had a little bit of common sense that Walker definitely didn't have. And he was just kind of like, yo, take a breather. Just think about right. this, and, you right. know? And, and so like, I'm by no means being like, oh, Lamar's okay. But he at least has a little bit more common sense than Walker when it comes to some of these things. In fairness, we will give credit where credit is due. Yeah. And credit is due to him in this scene. Exactly. So Zemo says, oh, my associate will meet us, you know, and show us where the funeral is. The associate is that young girl from the camp that he gave the candy to. 
He actually hands her money. He says, this is for her family. And then she leads them to the funeral. Now, again, Sam's like, I'm going in. Walker gets all like edgy and he's like, I'm, you know, whatever, 10 minutes. And then he tries to get past Bucky. Bucky stops him. He's starting to unravel, honestly, throughout this whole episode. But in this moment, you can really see it come to a head because he's like, Mm -hmm. those are super soldiers and the serum. And it must be so easy for you because you have serum. Like his jealousy is just like, oh, dude, he's green. He is green with envy because Bucky has this serum in his body that he didn't want, mind you. Yes. Let's be real. Steve signed up for it. Bucky did not. So, dude, take some seats. Well, and he's Every- so fierce about it. But, like, Sam is the one dealing with her, not Bucky. <laughs> exactly. So, Walker's not willing to give him the 10 minutes. Sam is in there talking to Carly and he's actually, it seems like he's kind of getting through to her because he understands where she's coming from. You know, he's like, but look with this woman right here, you know, cause they're at the funeral, obviously. So the body's there. He's like, but she would, is this what she would want? You know, she took people in, she rescued people. Like, what are you doing? I get what you're trying to do and you're not wrong. Like Sam's like, you're not wrong. And it's all going pretty well until Walker barges in and ruins it by attacking um, Carly gets away. Zemo escapes because I rewind just a second. Walker handcuffs Zemo to an engine or something. <laughs> but I mean, come on now. Some handcuffs for Zemo. Right. All right. Whatever. I mean, it's almost like handcuffing Bucky or, or Agent Wu. Just saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Silliness. Anyway, so Zemo's out. Carly is escaping and Zemo shoots her. And he's not doing it like to be on this like murderous rampage. His MO this whole time is super soldiers are bad and we shouldn't have them in the world. They shouldn't be allowed to live essentially. They cannot exist. (laughs) Exactly. So once he realizes that Carly has picked up that, uh, the rest of the serum from the graveyard and has it on her, he stops shooting at her and starts to destroy the vials because again, he does not want more soldiers. But before he can finish taking out those last 12 doses, Walker hits him with the shield. There's one left. Walker picks it up and pockets it. And I was like, he's going to take it at some point because that's the type of person he is. Back at Zemo's, Zemo's nursing a headache. Sam sends a message to Sharon saying, hey, hey, like Walker is shady. Can you please keep an eye on him? Okay, thanks. Bye. Also, can Uh, I just say that like, (laughs) while I love Zemo as a villain, I was like, seriously, get over your headache. Like. You're such a diva. (laughs) He got hit with a vibranium shield. I mean, give him a break at least. I mean, (laughs) it's probably like a migraine. Come on. But I was like, seriously, (laughs) he was knocked out. You don't know. That could have been painful. (laughs) It just cracked me up. I was like, you're, you're drinking whiskey with an ice pack on your head and your feet up on your like luxurious couch. I was like, do you really have a headache? I was like, I don't know. Come on. That's like quintessential, <laughs> like barrenness. I would think like totally. if I was a baron, that's it how I'd nurse a headache. Up. It just cracked <laughs> me up. I was saying, seriously, bro. <laughs> I was like, I love him. I really do. <laughs> I, I do too. It just, it, it cracked me up. I was like, I can't with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what's interesting here is Sam and Zemo have a conversation about the serum. And Zemo says, were you ever offered it? Sam's like, Sam laughs. He's like, no. And Zemo says, would you take it? 
would you have taken it if they offered it to you? And Sam does not hesitate. And he says, no, because we, we had this conversation via text this morning. We all know our flaws and Sam's smart enough to know like that serum enhances everything. So if your flaw is whatever, like being angry about stuff or any type of like negative emotion, like it's going to be enhanced. And you and I, and like intelligent human beings should say no, like, no, I do not. I do not want the serum. Um, and keep on mind of that conversation because there's another one that happens just like it later with a very different response. But before another argument about why Sam gave up the shield happens because Bucky's like, uh, yeah, he shouldn't have the shield, should he? <laughs> Walker and Hoskins barge in. Sam tells him to slow his roll because the only thing you're running is your mouth. And I clapped and cheered and laughed. You're only running your mouth. So shut up. Literally, that was like my favorite quote, maybe in the series. It, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was like, the only thing you're running is your mouth. <laughs> that needs to be in your quote post. <laughs> oh, totally. 100%. Walker is about to fight Sam. He's like, oh, you want me to put down the shield to make it fair? And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, are you getting into a, can we say in a family friendly podcast we can't say bigger than yours <laughs> that's what i wanted to say for sure that's getting edited no we definitely can't say it. i know it's for I just sure wanted... a napoleon complex kind of argument but um okay so they get it like what are, what are you doing walker are you getting into a like i mean just, i don't know like, nothing else me, bro like he's just so obnoxious he, I mean, he's essentially getting into some kind of like rage match over what jealousy over super serum and right. And what know, like, <laughs> jealous about Sam for, because Sam's a good human and he's not, I, I don't even understand his beef with Sam other than other than Sam telling him you, you're not running anything in here than your mouth. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sam told him off, but he was angry with Sam. Before that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's definitely an inferiority complex. It totally uh, is. But before that fight can break out, Dora Malaji show up. Sam's like, mm, I wouldn't go there if I were you to Walker. Uh, Walker tries to pull some rank. Ayo's like, look, the Dora Malaji, we have jurisdiction wherever we need to have jurisdiction. Like, shut your mouth. Fake that was Captain hilarious. America. You don't have rank or whatever here. And she's like, listen, basically, we do whatever we want, wherever we are. And I was like, yeah, girl. Yes. Oh, and then, you know, he does that whole like, oh, like that slimy guy thing where he tries to like put his hand on her shoulder. As soon as I saw him reaching for her, I was like, oh, oh she took him down. <laughs> she sure did. The Dormalaji start just like whooping up on Hoskins and Walker. I could watch that all day on repeat. Like I thought the Zemo dance was amazing this probably better like seriously and what cracked me up the most was sam zemo and bucky watching like mm, sucks oh my to gosh you. and what what did bucky say he's like you looking good john because <laughs> sam, sam was like sam was like uh should, should we do something, <laughs> do something? <laughs> bucky's like looking good john i was like, like oh dead. my god i'm dead I, I was, was like, dead. You guys are just going to let them get their butts kicked. And I was like, 
Yeah, they kind of deserve it. So eventually Bucky and Sam step in. I mean, I guess they kind of had to. I mean, uh, but know? I mean, I mean, well, they're not bad people, so they had to, I guess. But I think they want the the, you know, the pleasure of whipping up on those two themselves. So maybe yeah. it was more of that, like, oh, save some for us kind of thing. Uh, we learned that Bucky's arm can come off. It's almost like a fail safe. Ayo yeah. said, boop, 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 boop. I mean, and it went. It. Boop. We've <laughs> seen how it attaches in like previous, you know, like episodes and in movies and stuff, but I, I didn't realize it just like, I, I mean, I knew it could come off because clearly it can be replaced and whatever. And it makes sense that the tech could be like fixed, upgraded, whatever. But it just kind of cracked me up that she was all like, Oh, I'm taking that right off. <laughs> I know how <laughs> it she, works. We put right. it on. I'm removing it. Yeah. Don't touch me. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Uh, during all this, Zemo pulls an El Chapo and escapes via a tunnel underneath of the bathroom, like t- tub, which was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Zemo was like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> and I was like, oh. So Zemo, we don't see him anymore this episode, but he's free. He's out there. And that's exciting just because, again, I'm like, ooh, Thunderbolts. Yes. He's in the wind. He's in the wind and he's going to meet up with people. I just, I feel it in my bones. Um, After the Wakandans leave, unfortunately, they do not take the shield away from Walker. They end up throwing it down or handing it back or something. I don't really remember. I was too busy cheering. Somebody, one of them had it. It wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't AO is the other one. Yeah, she had it. And then I just know that Walker ends up getting it back, but he's literally pouting. Oh yeah. No, no, he was, but one of them had it. And the other one basically gave her, gave her a look that was like, Oh no, dude, you got to give that back. And she was like, whatever. And had this like pouty pants look of like, okay, fine. I'll leave it. Yeah. So they leave it. Um, Bucky reattaches his arm doing that like shoulder rotation arm swing that we've kind of seen him do before where you can hear the the gears and stuff yeah a little metal like sound I thought that was cool um but yeah Walker is pouting because again it's that it's that inferiority complex he goes they weren't even super soldiers like and they were women he didn't say that but it kind of was on his oh, face it, it was so implied he got his butt whooped by a group of women. So for him, that was like the worst thing ever. And he can't the- even say, oh, they had super serum. So that's why. No, they whooped his butt without any super serum because they are the Dormilaji fool. I think the best part about that whole fight was when she used her spear and stuck the handholds like, of the shield into yeah. the table and he yeah. couldn't pull it out. And she walked right up to it and just like gave it a little yank. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know. I, I loved it. I was like, oh, was, well, you pouty monkey. Mm-hmm. I was like, what kind of forever? You wish. You wish you were that good, but you're not. I was so happy. Walker and Hoskins are at like a mall area and they're having that combo that Zam, Zemo and Sam had. If you had the serum, would you take it? Walker asked Hoskins this. Hoskins, I'm assuming, does not know John has that vial of serum in his pocket. And Hoskins doesn't hesitate either, but he says he would take it. And he's the one telling John like, oh, if you took it, you're a good man. You've got three medals of honor or whatever. And you're just, you're just really good. And it would just make you better and all this other nonsense. 
because we know he's not a good person. Hello. Sarah gets a phone call. Sarah, Sam's sister, if you don't remember, gets a phone call from Carly. And she, Carly essentially threatens Sarah and her children. But it was really just to know, so Sam would know she's being serious. And she wants to meet up with him to have a conversation. Because again, I think before Walker bust in, they were getting somewhere with each other. Like some sort of understanding that I get what you're doing. Like, can we work this out? Can we talk about it? So nobody else has to lose their life, essentially. When she said to Sarah, the whole, like, I just need to know whether or not I'm going, I need to kill your brother. I was like, whoa, hold up. (laughs) She has some serious "Mm." uh, on her that saying that I was like, oh, okay. I was like, wait, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was like, all right, then Carly. Um, Sam and Bucky, they get coordinates from Carly through Sarah. So they go in, they're both suited up. Cause you know, Sam's like, I'm not playing now. <laughs> and he knows that she's a super soldier. So he needed to have his suit on just in case Carly asked Sam either join me or let me go. Like pick one friend, but we're not doing We're not going to keep doing this. Sharon meanwhile has been tracking Walker and she lets Sam know that Walker and Hoskins are confronting some flag smashers. Sam and Bucky leave to, um, you know, intervene. Not quite sure if they were going to fight the flag smashers or if they were just there to stop Walker. It's unclear because by the time they get there, some serious stuff has gone down. Hoskins has been captured by the flag smashers. Walker takes that serum. Sam witnesses the new strength when he arrives on the scene. So there is no question. I saw people on Twitter going, how is he so strong now? I'm like, he took the serum. Were you not paying attention? Apparently not. So yes, it happened off camera. But the big clue was when he bent that metal uh, pipe thing. Come on. That was kind of obvious. Sam was like, oh, this is a problem. He literally goes, what did you do? Which is a rhetorical question because Sam knows. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're all fighting. Bucky gets to show off those impressive knife skills again that we know and love that we first saw in Winter Soldier. Um, Hoskins is killed when Carly kicks him into a column. And Walker completely loses his mind. I felt so bad for Hoskins. I hated him the least. (laughs) I did. Yeah, exactly. Like he didn't really deserve to die. I'm also kind of sad he was a throwaway character. I mean, it'll make. I also uh, now see where. I mean, but I, you know, whatever. That this is Walker's trigger. So here we are. So here's another parallel that we were, I kind of talked about earlier. So this is the first Avenger parallel where Steve lost Bucky, but it propelled Steve to continue to be a good man. Right. He kind of still fought the bad guys. He took on the bullies, you know, cause Bucky always stuck up for him. So that kind of just, it urged Steve on to continue to do the right thing. Meanwhile, here's the parallel. John is urged to do the complete wrong thing he goes completely off the deep end and in a second mirror moment that is for captain america civil war where steve was standing (laughs) over top of tony with the shield and he could have hit tony but he didn't he ends up taking out the power for his suit and then walking away yep i mean i can't even believe i'm saying it but walker uses the shield to to kill a flag smasher and it's not even the one that kicked 
Hoskins because Carly was the one that did it. He was like, where is she? And the guy, like, I don't even think the guy has a chance to answer. Walker in just a rage, like uses the shield in just such a, oh my, like, I can't even. It was awful. It's the shield. Like, how dare you? Yes. And then they show the shot of like the aftermath. And I was like, oh my, like, first of all, you are not my cap. Like we've, I mean, we've had this discussion, but what you did to my cap shield, I was like, "Mm mm-mm. It was like, uh, I don't even have words. So, but the whole world is watching, right? That's the name of the episode. Because while he's doing this, he's in the middle of the like square and all these people have cell phones and they're all filming him. Yep. So the fallout is coming of that next week. I mean, wow. And the last shot we get, as you said, is the shot of him standing with the shield and there's just blood all over the bottom of it. Yep. Which is insane. I don't think I've ever seen the shield look like that. Even when Steve fought, was fighting like Nazis. No, no. I mean, it would get dirty and maybe like a touch of like, sure, remnants of whatever, but it would be more like masked of like just dirt and all the things versus cold-blooded. Right. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like the only time Steve used the shield to like cut anything or bludgeon anything it was against ultron like it was against the robots it wasn't against flesh and blood people he would use it to hit them for sure but not like the edge you know and wouldn't like right use it as like a axe essentially is typically meant to be used right and like as a defense it's a defense yeah yep yeah no it's not really meant to like take off heads and such i was appalled by walker it was like, I saw that coming and I was like, oh no, no, that's not happening. No, no, that's not real. Oh, oh, that's how, ha- oh, that happened. I was like, <laughs> it's like when you hadn't finished watching yet, I was like, oh my God, you need to tell me when you're done. <laughs> I was like, I need to talk to somebody right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, well, like I told you so, and I did say this on Twitter too. Um, I think it had to be so gruesome and obvious because like, First of all, the morons of the MCU, meaning like the lay people, the normal people who were like, oh my God, let me get your autograph. Like, I think they need to see this to be like, this is a bad guy, you know? Um, And for the in real life morons that we talked about before who have have been defending his actions up until now. So for everyone who was like, he's not all that bad he could be redeemed. Like, no, 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 he cannot. And we told you so. Yeah. And also let's just take one second to remind people, all the people, like we did an interview yesterday for a completely different property, not related to the MCU that had Wyatt Russell on it. And Anthony Anthony Mackie, actually. (laughs) Yes. He seems like a really nice guy. He's a new dad. He remember is not to John separate, Walker. <laughs> remember to separate Wyatt Russell, the actor, from John Walker, the character. Because this poor guy's been getting death threats. And that's not cool, people. Remember, two separate things. Right. Hopefully none of our listeners are those people. We're just throwing it out there. But just, you know, I figured yeah. since we had this opportunity, we'd just, you know, mention it. Yes, he seemed very pleasant yesterday. Yeah. And he and Anthony 
we're our, our friends. So yeah, guys, they actually, talk. yeah. Friends in real life. Yep. Yeah. Like we loathe John Walker just as much as you do, yeah. but John Walker is not Wyatt Russell. Yeah. Okay. And Wyatt Russell is lovely. <laughs> right. And it, honestly, this goes to show you how well he's playing this character yes. that you hate him this much. True. So true. But again, no blurred lines. This is a show. <laughs> yeah. That's very different from reality. <laughs> so that's our PSA for the day. <laughs> yes, there's our PSA. So let's talk what we think is going to happen next week. There's definitely going to be fallout from this. So Oof. what do you think is going to happen? I mean, whew, I don't I don't even know. Like for sure, there's going to be some kind of, I mean, I'd like to call it like a government sanction for lack of a better term. Like I suspect the US government's going to be like, oh, you have to apologize like for, <laughs> for what apologize. you did. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I bludgeoned you with the shield. <laughs> but then I can also see a reason for him to end up being rogue because he doesn't want to. I'm not really sure how that's going to play out. He murdered somebody uh-huh. in cold blood. He it is, has to be addressed. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it has to be addressed. I just, I don't know if it's going to be a, here's the U.S. government saying we don't condone the behavior. He's like now a rogue, whatever, or they've reined him in and brought him back. Clearly he's broken 8 million Sokovia Accords. <laughs> Someone get Wu. Wu would know. Yeah, Wu would know exactly which ones. <laughs> and clearly the rest of the Flag Smashers are now like going to be after him. Obviously we don't know where Zemo went and we're going to need to find him. Hopefully he shows up with, you know, like we talked about before, some of the Thunderbolts. Maybe that's even not next episode, but the episode after. We only have two episodes left. I know. Um, But honestly, those episodes together are like two hours. I mean, we basically have a full movie. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to figure out in my head, like where the last two episodes kind of play out. Like, I know there's still the scene where, I mean, obviously Sam's going to get the shield because we've seen this. I mean, I suppose that could have been like, you know, we shot something and it doesn't happen, but I feel like that's a pretty big thing to not actually happen for them. You know, it's one thing when they film like a line and it doesn't make it like the therapy scene or whatever, when she, you know, says something slightly different in the trailer. Then there's a scene where they're talking, they being Bucky and Sam, where they're talking and it's like, oh, are we we partners? No. I suspect that sort of like at the end after they they decide they're going to work together in some capacity, probably after Sam gets the shield. We still need to know what happens with Sharon. And Batroc is still out there. Oh yeah, Batroc is still out there. But he's going to end up as a Thunderbolt, I think. Don't you think? Uh, I, for sure. I mean, he is in the Thunderbolts in the comics. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes sense. It's um, just a matter of how he ends up with Zemo or how like they connect. Yeah, I... For next week, I think that we're going to see Walker. I would hope that the government wants to bring him in, but that, yeah. like you kind of said, he's gone rogue um, and that they're going to have Sam and Bucky track him down. They're going to be like, look, um, like kind of tail between their legs. So we are bad. Yeah. We yeah, yeah. gave a homicidal maniac the shield. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, could you clean up our mess, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes? Like we'd really appreciate that. Sorry, we made you or encouraged you to give back the shield. And then we gave it to a homicidal maniac. Yes. Sorry for all that. Sam's going to be like, and so can you um, give my sister the money she needs for that boat first? Uh, For real though. (laughs) 
<laughs> let's talk about that loan, which isn't going to be a loan. Like you're just going to give it to her, give her the stimulus check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you know um, how I, we don't get paid? That's going to change too. <laughs> for real. Let's talk about some new laws here. Um, oh my goodness. I, I, you know, as much as I really feel like that shield episode, the shield moment where Sam and Bucky kind of have the shield and they're in New Orleans is coming in the last episode. I would love it if they track down Walker and get the shield like now in the, in episode five. But I do know that episode five is supposed to be one of the ones that's like, like, it's going to be the episode that everybody's talking about mm-hmm. according to the stars of the show. And, you know, we kind of talked last week, Sebastian Stan said this episode would end on a cliffhanger. It for yeah, sure did. It did. So yeah. I don't think this is a Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen situation. I think episode five is going to be pretty intense. Yeah. Going into the final episode in two weeks from now, which I'm just, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I hope we see Zemo because I just, I love him. He's so fun with like massive drip. Like, let's talk that jacket. Like, I want one. (laughs) Can you imagine? I wonder how many Zemo outfits there will be for like Halloween this year. I was just gonna say that. I was like, oh man, Zemo's gonna be the cosplay this year. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be. And honestly, like that exact jacket would be hard to replicate, but it'd be so easy to just find like a long jacket and do like a faux collar right because we're not barons so right <laughs> that, that right. jacket's gonna be on amazon for like 30 dollars and then oh, it's, i mean it's just basically a long trench coat i mean you could and then for like no money you could buy a cheesy fur collar I mean, it's so easy to replicate yeah oh man so yeah i think next week we'll see zemo possibly maybe we'll see zemo starting his thunderbolt crew Meeting up I with uh, so. some other power players on the on the low, and who knows? Maybe Sam and Bucky actually find him. That would also be interesting because I kind of like the three of them together. I really do. I know they can't stay together forever, but I do love right. them together. They're funny. They're funny. It's hilarious. And um, obviously, we need some kind of like resolution with Carly and her crew too, because there's right for sure. And some confirmation that Sharon is not the power broker. So I can say I told you so again. (laughs) (laughs) But we still need to find out who the power broker is. Although we may not, we might just get confirmation that Sharon is not the power broker. Right. Again, I just, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we're going to find out who he is. Maybe we won't see him, especially if it's like doom specifically i don't think we would see him yet because i don't think he's been cast but if he has that's like the best kept secret ever um full show so anyways it's all i know is that it's i mean i feel like i saw a meme where it said it was like bart and homer talking and bart was like that was the best episode of falcon and the winter soldier and homer says it was the best episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier so far. And yeah, someone said, yeah. this is me every week. And I'm like, also me. Because every week I'm like, oh, that was so good. It was the best. And then now I'm like, oh, this was so good. It was the best. Yeah, no, I agree. Because oh, yeah. I felt that like, way last week. And right. I felt that way the week before. <laughs> and the week before that. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously the first week was like the only, you know, I didn't have anything to go on other than it was the first week. 
And then every week since then, yes, I've been like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And I'm so amped up. And then I spend all day Friday doing no work. (laughs) (laughs) Sure you do. Coming up with theories is work. It is true. It is true. It's just not the other work that I have. Right. True. I mean, can you do, well, all right, fine. We'll just imagine what it's going to be like when we get to Loki. Oh my goodness. You might have to clear your schedule for like the weekend. Cause I'm sure there's gonna be lots of theories there. Oh, for sure. Probably more. <laughs> It'll be honestly, Loki's going to be a lot more, I think like WandaVision in terms of theories. For sure. Especially because if- of how tied in it is. Right. And especially if there's Loki variants, like we're, we're all thinking mm-hmm. what those mean in those branched realities. Also, um, that last trailer, I know this isn't Falcon, the Winter Soldier related, but that last trailer of Loki had a lot of infinity stone colors in it. Sure did. Show Just saying. Did. Just dropping that little nugget right there. <laughs> well, I think I think we've covered everything. If not, we'll probably bring up more things in the bugle like we did this past week. But thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Join us next week, Friday. We'll be breaking down episode five. If we can even have coherent thoughts. I mean, this one kind of left us speechless for a while. So sure did. we're going we're gonna to try though. We're going to try. Uh, we'd love to hear your theories. Drop them here. Tweet us at whiskey and sunshine at that ashley aaron join us on facebook let's talk theories there honestly wherever you want to find us and talk theories we are game to talk theories until next time geeks bye thanks for listening join us again next time for more geeky goodness